96.7 FM, WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with not Doug Ray this time, but with Garrett Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And listeners out there, Doug, I promise, will return to the studio next week. With me is Bryce Payne, and this morning we are talking about rookie mistakes that even experienced investors can make. How you doing, Bryce? I'm doing good, Garrett. How are you? Doing all right, man. I tell you what, um, getting a little bit tired of the soggy and just dreary winter we're having. Feels a little like England, but, uh, you know. <laughs> it does feel a little bit like England. It's been warm enough, though. I, I like that part. I like, yeah. uh, like not having to put on three layers or four layers like I used to have to in Colorado to uh, to step outside. Yeah, so that's enough. nice. And yeah. uh, haven't had to break my back shoveling yet. So knock yeah. on wood. Yeah. Just, maybe. just uh, I guess for me, just ready for a little bit of sunlight. But, sure. Of course. You know. Of course. But uh, we've got to wait for after the Super Bowl for that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So Garrett, we're <clears throat> going to be talking about uh, rookie mistakes even experienced investors make. We've, yep. uh, we've looked at this and I like what we're going to be talking about here in both yep. the first and second segment. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and do that uh, Wealth Guardian service salute as we always do. Absolutely. So, you know, at this time, we really just want to take a moment to understand and honor the sacrifice that um, our service members in uniform and our first responders make each and every day. Whether you're out patrolling the streets of the triad area or you're overseas with the uniform on, we just want to give a service salute to you from the Wealth Guardians here. You are in our thoughts, our prayers, and um, we're keeping you guys on top of mind here. Absolutely. And to the families as well. Thank you for your service. Thank you for helping keep America great. All right, Garrett. So uh, rookie mistakes that even experienced Mm. investors that make get us started here. Yeah. So this one's interesting. Um, The first topic we have here is investments with seemingly no purpose. You know, it's easy to get stuck into fads or trends that seem like a good idea. Everyone remembers the dot-com bust of the early 2000s. Um, You need to be sure that any individual investment you have has some kind of purpose related to some sort of overall strategy. But Bryce, every now and then we see some investments just don't make much sense. Oh, I I agree with that completely. In fact, when when we do a planning uh, session for uh, a would-be client, and we're looking over their portfolio, we analyze it on a number of different fronts. But once in a while, we'll look at something and say, so I see that you've got this particular holding or these holdings. What was the purpose of, of getting into those? Yeah. Yeah. And that question surprises some people. And mm-hmm. they, I think in the back of their mind, they're thinking, well, what do you mean? What was the purpose of it? To make money. Right. But there's different ways to make money. And think of think of your portfolio as a cake recipe. You need different ingredients in there to make the fully formed cake. And you want the right amount of each ingredient and potentially the best ingredient, the best brand of each ingredient that you can. So for example, did you buy a particular holding and put it in your portfolio for growth? Mm. Okay. If you wanted growth, were you looking for short-term growth? Like it was an undervalued stock that was going to be above value here in a short period of time? Or was it for a longer period of time? Like you bought Apple stock back in 2003 when it was 25 cents a share. (laughs) Um, Is this a long-term growth expectation or short-term growth? Maybe it's not growth at all. Maybe it's income. Are you looking for income off of it? That's completely different than growth. Are you looking for stability? out of this investment because if you're buying cryptocurrency you're you better not be looking for stability are you looking for a a guaranteed minimum return you know if somebody if that was somebody's answer well i bought this particular investment because at least it has a guaranteed minimum return okay 
I get it. I understand why that's in your portfolio now. I like it. How much do you have of it would be the next question. Um, Is this a hedge against something? You know, you you can have investments like um, fertilizer that Mm. is a hedge against political strife or war, for that matter. Is it a hedge against inflation? Is it a hedge against a recession? So every investment should have a purpose, just like every ingredient that you're putting into a recipe, a cake recipe, a souffle, whatever. It, it has a purpose of being in there. Mm-hmm. What was the reason you just put three tablespoons of saffron in your, in your well, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, because saffron tastes good. Uh, does it really, though? It's a, <laughs> by itself? Okay. Uh, so that's, that's what we mean by uh, what's the purpose of your investment. And if you've never, if you think to yourself when you're listening to this saying, oh, I don't know what the purpose of, of that on a specific level, aside from just making money, I don't know why I have that investment. Yeah. And you might want to talk to a financial planner who can help you understand that or help you evaluate that and see if that does make sense with your overall portfolio. All great points, Bryce. And and I think the key, the key kind of takeaway here is make sure that your investments have some sort of plan or reasoning behind it. That is sound, you know, I'll, I'll make a little light of this uh, subject here, but in a previous world, I had some uh, coworkers that got caught up in a, what I would call an investment with no purpose. And everyone remember the meme stocks that were going around. Oh about, yeah. 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 About two years ago, uh, you know, GameStop, which is essentially the blockbuster of video games. You know, no one goes to an actual brick and mortar store to get their video games anymore. AMC during the peak of COVID, which is a, you know, a movie theater company when there was absolutely no one going to the movie theater. What started off as an internet joke kind of went viral and people are actually putting real dollars into this. After the the joke kind of wore off, it kind of grew this fervor of money. Mm-hmm. And people are like, holy cow, these are some actual real returns. Well, of course, it spiked way up. Right. And then what are they sitting at today? Less than, they probably lost 90 to 95% off their peak earnings. So folks, just make sure that what you're doing has a plan, a purpose around it. Don't get caught up in the hype. And it fits in with all the other investments that you have as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Garrett Ray and Bryce Payne this morning, and we are talking about rookie mistakes that even experienced investors make. And we just talked about investments with no purpose. Garrett, what's the second one? second one we have is investors who don't understand their risk. You know, plenty of people who consider themselves to have a low risk tolerance have a lot more risk in their portfolio than they really think. This could happen for a couple of different reasons, Bryce. What are some of your thoughts on why people could be taking on more risk than they really think? Well, Garrett, you've sat in with a number of, uh, of clients um, as you've been here for the last year now. Yeah. What percentage, we, we analyze when we sit down with a, a, a prospective client, somebody who wants mm. us to analyze their financial plan, uh, we do that about 50 times a year. So you've sat in on about 50 of these at this point, close to it. Sure. What percentage would you say of those people that we analyze their risk, that they understood how much risk they're taking on their portfolio? Maybe one or two out of 10. Yeah. Um, you know, at best. Yeah, at best. Yeah. Um, so around 10%. Around 10%. Yeah. So that leaves 90% of the people that we talk to anyway, weren't aware of the amount of risk that they're taking in their portfolio. Most are shocked. Yep, they're shocked. There's a lot of different kinds of risk. So when we ask somebody, what kind of risk are you taking? They'll say, well, what do you mean what kind of risk? If the market goes (laughs) down, then I'll go down with the market or to a certain percentage with the market. Well, the market market risk is one type of risk. And that's the one that almost all of us think of. But there is business risk, meaning if you just own Apple, that's all you have. You're not really taking any market risk. You're taking... It's a specific, business risk. Yeah, specific, specific to that business. one company. Right. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the market. Yeah. 
default risk. We're going to be talking about more. I'm sure you're going to be hearing that on the news here over the coming weeks. There's mm-hmm. there's more and more uh, the potential for the U.S. to default on its loans now that uh, uh, we've got mixed House and uh, mixed Senate in there. Uh, currency risk. All of our investments, or most of the people who are listening to this, most of our investments are in the U.S. dollar. But there are that's probably less than a majority of the investments out there in the world are in U.S. dollars. There's a major, I think, a majority outside of the U.S. dollar. So there's mm-hmm. currency risk, inflation risk, interest rate risk, liquidity risk. There's a bunch of different risks. Yeah. So. We help our clients understand all the different types of risk they're taking, not just that common market risk one. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would agree with that. And if you if that sounds true to you and you're thinking, gosh, I've never really had my portfolio evaluated for the different types of risk that I'm taking um, or the degree of the risk that I'm taking, I... I'm starting to think that I might want to sit down with Garrett and Bryce and Doug here and uh, have my portfolio evaluated just to have a better understanding of, as I'm getting closer to retirement, what kind of risk I am taking. Well, you know, as always, there's no cost or obligation to sit down with us. You just got to pick up the phone. That's all you've got to do. And then you've got to push in about 11, 10 digits or so. And it's 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Joy or Lynn will schedule a time to come in and meet with us, and they'll tell you all the things that you need to bring. And again, no cost, no obligation. What better investment for your retirement future could you make other than a little bit of your time when there's no dollar cost to you to sit down with some fiduciaries who are retirement specialists and financial planners? And that's what you get here with us at the Wealth Guardians. Sounds like a good deal to me. You know what else is a good deal, Garrett? What's that? Getting to the trivia question before our break. Uh-huh, and I've got one for you today. We're going to turn the tables. Turn the over. tables on Bryce in That's 2023. Right. All right. It's time for the Wealth Guardians Trivia Question of the Week. All right. So, Bryce, you and I both love history. I'm going to give you a little bit of history in the markets here. All right. Let's take our minds back to 1928. So it's the year before the start of the Great Depression in 1929. I'm already there. And I think your dad would say that the Green Bay Packers had already won four or five world championships <laughs> at that point. Of course he would. Of course he would. <laughs> okay. So since 1928 till this past year, 2022, the S&P 500 has suffered annual losses of greater than 10% exactly 10 times. I knew that. 2022 marked the 10th one. All right. Let's compare that to another alternative investment that we sometimes hear about in gold. All right. How many times from 1928 to Mm. 2022 has gold also suffered losses greater than 10%? Is it A, four times, B, seven times, C, nine times, or D, 12 times? Very good. All right, folks, we'll stick around for the answer to that trivia question on the other side of this short break. This is Garrett Ray. With me is Bryce Payne. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB. 96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, along with Garrett Ray, and in this second segment this morning, we're talking more about rookie mistakes that even experienced investors make. Now, before we get to our trivia question, I've got two questions for you. A, are you looking forward to your retirement? Mm, okay. I hope so. Two, do you want to make sure you're making the best financial decisions for your retirement? 
Well, if you answered yes to those questions, then Garrett and I have great news for you. We here at the Wealth Guardians offer a no cost, no obligation, second opinion slash review of your retirement plan, including a deep analysis of your assets, investment portfolio, insurance policies, income needs, risk tolerance, risk exposure, tax mitigation strategies, legacy goals, and the fees that you are currently paying on your portfolio. And our goal is really quite simple. We want to help you lower your fees and align your risk and improve your overall retirement picture so you can retire the job and keep the paycheck. But the ball is in your court. You have to give us a call and our number is 336-391-3409. It's 336-391-3409. Zero nine. Give us a call or visit us at thewealthguardians.com to set up your financial plan review with Doug, Garrett, myself today. Remember, the markets aren't going to wait for you. And now, normally I ask Garrett or Doug a trivia question, but we've turned the tables this week and in 2023, maybe going forward, Garrett or Doug are going to be asking me the trivia questions. So uh, yep, get absolutely. ready to hear these buzzers a lot and not so many bells. Garrett, <laughs> throw it at me. What was the trivia question? All right. So let's review it in case you missed it in the first segment. So we're taking our mind back to 1928, one year before the start of the Great Depression in 29. I'm already there. From 1928 to 2022, the year that just passed, the S&P 500 has suffered annual losses of greater than 10%, exactly 10 times. I found that interesting. Now let's talk about the alternative investment that we hear about sometimes, gold. In that same time period, how many times has gold suffered annual losses of 10% or greater? Is it A, four times, B, seven times, C, nine times, or D, 12 times? Well, I'm, I'm taking a stab at it here, Garrett. You and I have done a... Uh, a um, <laughs> A podcast yep. on gold and yep, how did. it fits into a retirement portfolio. And I don't know the answer here, but I, I know the volatility of gold compare and how it compares to inflation. So I'm going to say 12 times. Okay. Very close, but. Oh, it, okay. it must've been the nine. It was nine. Okay. So what wasn't incredible to me about that is until last year, 2022, obviously the S and P had a double digit loss. It was okay. about 18%. Right. Until last year, this, both the S&P 500 and gold were tied. At nine times. At nine times each for the number of times it lost 10% or greater in an annual year. Now, a little follow-up to that trivia question, just because I think it's nice to add a little bit more history. Absolutely. If you invested $100 back in 1928 into gold. Okay, $100. In today's dollars, that would now that $100 would now be worth 8000 $866. Okay. Not bad, right? Not bad. But I know okay. I know where you're going with this. Okay. Um, conversely, yep. if you were to buy something of value that was worth $100 back in 1928, that would equate to purchasing something that is $1,166 today. I mean, just due to inflation. Just due to raw inflation. Raw inflation. So you could say that gold over that time certainly beat inflation. Now, if you had invested $100 in the market, in the S&P 500 here we go. in 1928, your $100 investment in 1928 would be with be worth $624,534. <laughs> I'll repeat that number, 
$534 compared to a $100 investment in gold in 1928 would be worth today. $8,866. Think about that when, you, how, when you're deciding how much precious metals or gold you want to keep in your portfolio. That's great. Great, great trivia question there, Garrett. And uh, I don't mind getting the buzzer there. Is it a hedge I against was, inflation? I was close. That's close. Is it a hedge against inflation? Is it a hedge against inflation? Yes, it is. But what are your alternatives? Just something to think about. I don't know. Whatever that other investment was due to inflation, <laughs> it seemed to be a, uh, it, I mean, it's it's an adequate hedge against inflation, yeah. but was it a super sound hedge against inflation? Right. No, because the inflation itself took us up uh, to the $1,000 mark, like you said there. Absolutely. Very good. All right. So, Garrett, in the uh, in the first segment, we talked about, uh, when we were talking about rookie mistakes that even in- experienced investors make. That's right. Uh, we talked about investments with no purpose. Mm. We talked about not understanding the risk in your portfolio. Where are we going with this uh, third one here in the second segment? You know, this third one, I think, steams for everybody. I mean, we are only human, um, but emotional decision making regarding your investments. You know, if you've been investing for a long time, it's easy to think that you're immune to acting emotionally. But you know what? We all do. What comes to mind to me, Bryce, about this, and then I'll kind of get your thoughts is we talked to a, a, a a potential client um, about six months ago who was still stung from the financial you know downturn in 2008 2009 um, to his credit he saw what was happening he saw what was happening early and he got his money out of the market as kind of the downturn was happening he has been parked on the sidelines ever, ever since. since and he missed that entire amazing bull market from 2009 all the way up until 2021 Yes, last year was a bad year, but he came to us kind of, he knew logically. He's like, I should have been invested. I just can't pull the trigger. So, you know, you see that. It, again, we're all human, but Bryce, what are your thoughts on some of that? Well, I think if you were to ask 100 advisors out there who've been in the business for, say, two years or longer, <laughs> have you ever had a client wanting to act out of one of the two emotions, fear or greed. Oh boy. Yeah. And and want to bypass the advice that the advisor was giving them. Mm. I would wager to say that a hundred percent of the advisors out there would say, yes, I have had at least one client who has mm-hmm. wanted to act out of fear or greed and bypass the advice that they're paying me to give them. Right, sure. Uh, and those are the two those are the two main breakdown to some form of greed or fear. You want a sound investment plan that is built on rationale and historical data yeah. and logic and meeting your risk tolerance. Yeah. You don't want to be making investment decisions off of fear and greed. Yeah. Because more often than not, they're going to those emotions are not going to serve you well. Yes. They don't generally serve us well in real life and exactly. the rest of life. Why would they serve us well when it comes to investments? You right. just have to be honest with yourself. Yep. Why am I deciding to stay out of the market right now? Mm-hmm. Is, it a, is it a logical, rational reason mm-hmm. or am I just scared? Yep. And why am I wanting to go 75% of my portfolio into cryptocurrency right now because I saw it go up? a thousand percent in the last year is that because this is a rational investment decision or is it because i'm greedy yep and if you're honest with yourself you can help yourself immensely by avoiding bad investment decisions yep and i think you know one of the things that we're always big fans of bryce and, and we have this conversation with 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 clients all the time is let's break everything down and let's look and see what the numbers tell us we tend to be numbers guys here Yep, we are um 
That being said, you know, we are fiduciaries and we need to act on our best interests of the clients. Um, sometimes, you know, even though we will map out different numbers to them, sometimes they just have a certain conviction. And at that point, of course, we'll, you know, accommodate that. But I always want to give the the numbers and the model that we're running on a client's behalf at least a, a, a fair shake. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, as long as we have that conversation and that dialogue, then at least we've had that honest back and forth. And then, of course, ultimately, it's up to the client. But Yes, that's exactly my approach as well, is look at what comes to filing for Social Security or anything. It's, yep. The decision is yours, but let's just make that decision based on, on real numbers. And that's what we're here for, is to show you those numbers. Absolutely. Yep. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians. And in this second segment, just like in the first segment, Garrett and I are talking about rookie mistakes that even experienced investors make. And uh, Garrett, we talked just now about emotional decision making. What yep. do we got next on the list there? So somewhat hand in hand. Um, you ever heard of the uh, hot tip or hot stock guy? You know, everybody's got one. He might be your golf buddy, uh, perhaps some, you know, your next door neighbor who, you know, you may have go over to the neighborhood barbecue and, you know, I just invested back in Qualcomm in the 2000s and it made me this much, you know. So there, there's always that person out there. It always amazes me a little bit to, to know kind of how the, the herd mentality can kind of exist. Um, what I always find interesting about those people is that they, sure, they probably picked one or two positions that did really well for them. How many tries did they take to get that hot right, one, right? right. Um, they probably, Law of averages, right? Right. They're probably not going to tell you about their big misses. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Let me tell you about this tip I got wrong. Right, yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> don't, you don't hear that at the bar very often. Yeah. Um, so just one of the things I kind of think about that is just, again, folks, it goes back to having a, a clear investment plan and investing with a purpose, tying back to kind of the first segment, how we you know, we want to make sure that we have a well-rounded mentality going into our investments. Let's look at your time horizon, your risk exposure. Let's look at what sectors you're exposed to? Is there diversification there? Are you got too much risk in different sectors? That is a financial plan. Right. Um, a hot tip may or may not be. Bryce, what are your thoughts? Well, I, I would say a hot tip is not a financial plan. Yeah. Um, yeah a hot tip can uh, afford to be evaluated and uh, scrutinized yep. and maybe become a part of a retirement plan, mm -hmm. but it should not define your retirement plan. I 100% agree with that. And we have seen clients who make that mistake, unfortunately, <laughs> um, for better or worse. And more, more often than not, it's for the worse. Very yep, good. Absolutely. All right. Uh, you know what? If, if you're listening to Garrett and myself uh, speak here and you're thinking, hey, you know what? I, I think I've got a few hot tips in my portfolio that I'm not <laughs> sure should still be there. Yep. Garrett, Doug, and myself would be happy to give you answers to that. But you got to do pick up the phone and give us a call. And our phone number, as always, is 336 Three nine one three four zero nine. That's three three six three nine one three four zero nine. You can also visit us on the website at thewealthguardians.com. There is no cost, nor is there any obligation to sit down with us. We are financial planners, we are fiduciaries, and we are retirement specialists. We meet with about fifty clients a year and help them make sure that they are properly aligned. 
uh, their portfolio for successful retirement, depending on however they define success. We want to help you define that as well. We want to help you look over tax mitigation strategies, risk mitigation strategies, lowering your fees as much as possible, establishing an income strategy so that you are paying, again, as little in taxes as you can. All of this comes through our four meeting process. The only cost or obligation on your part is to drive into our offices for those four meetings, yep. but we don't charge you for it. And quite honestly, Garrett, I think we're all nice people here. I, I, I think I would people like to think so. generally yep. enjoy sitting down with us. Absolutely. So again, phone number 336-391-3409. Garrett, thank you for the trivia question. Thank you for uh, doing the show here uh, this weekend with us. And unfortunately, that's all the time we have here this week. Time flies when you're having fun. It does indeed. We hope the rest of your weekend is everything you want it to be. This is Bryce Payne along with Garrett Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM, WTOB.